0: You are not meant to work with everybody. And I promise you, the longer that you try to be liked by everyone, the harder it will be for you to attract your soulmate clients. Welcome to the Woke and Worthy Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Kwasney, intuitive business coach and spiritual junkie. Woken Worthy is an experience to help you remember who the fuck you are before who you were taught to be. Each week, we are diving into all things mindset, business, money, and manifestation. From the meltdowns to the mountaintops, we don't spare any details on the roller coaster ride of being an entrepreneur. My goal is to help you navigate the seasons of life and business. It's time to awaken your soul to the gifts within you so you can reclaim what is already yours. Here we are unapologetically relentless in our pursuit to build badass businesses and even better lives. If you're ready for your weekly dose of the woo and the wealth, let's dive in. Hey everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Woke and Worthy. Now today Today I am really really excited because we are starting a little mini series here for the next few weeks of diving into a topic that really freaking fires me up and that is about all things content. Content creation, content strategy, content formulation, tips, tricks, all the things. So if you are somebody who's been feeling like you're just exhausted, With content, like you have all these great ideas, but yet when you sit down to type at your computer, you just stare at your screen because it feels like you just go blank and like you have no idea what to say or you're starting to feel just losing a little bit of hope because you feel like you have the best ideas, but then when you post content, you're just constantly almost hearing crickets and nobody's commenting, nobody's liking your posts other than your friends or your family members. And so you just find yourself in this cycle of like damned if you do, damned if you don't, and you almost want to give up staying consistent with content because you're starting to feel like, what in the hell is the point? Like, honestly, I get it. And we have all been there. And I made a post about this would have been last week. um, But for myself and my business, and when I first started my coaching business just over six years ago, since then, I have produced now over 1,400. I actually think it's closer now to 1,500 pieces of content just on Instagram, okay? Just on Instagram. So that's not also including everything that I've done in Facebook groups or on Facebook or Pinterest, a couple of blog posts that I've done. So we're definitely, definitely, definitely over the 1,500 mark. And all that's to say is that it took me A long time to feel confident in my content and to find my voice and my unique stance in the way in which I write content, where now, quite honestly, it's pretty freaking easy. It is. Like, don't get me wrong, there's some days where there are writer's block, but for the most part, prime example, when Instagram and Facebook, WhatsApp all had the outage last Monday, I was actually, I think many of us were pleasantly, quietly relieved that we got to take that break off, but I was really excited because because we had that forced time off from social media, I went on to plan all of my content for the month of October, meaning I did the post in Canva, I created the reel, I wrote the I was gonna say, I wrote the content. I 100% wrote the content. I wrote the caption. Like That's how easy content gets to be once you find your voice, your legacy stamp statements, what makes you stand out, and really, really know the inner workings of your ideal clients. Now, again, I'm gonna talk about all of that over the next few weeks, but what we're really diving into today are the three different stages of a buyer and how to write content that's geared toward them so that they want to work with you. Um, And a big problem that I see is sometimes that we can focus, we focus solely on just one of these areas or two of these areas or we, we move in and out of them inconsistently. And again, that's why having a solid sound social media strategy is really, really important for our business, for staying consistent, but then also for making sure that you're understanding the path at wit of which you're taking your clients down. So with this, we've all heard, we've all heard about the no like trust factor, about the stages of a buyer in terms of being uh, in, in terms of their lead position and being cold, warm or hot. And so today I'm going to take you through this buyer's journey, like I had already alluded to. So the first stage when somebody comes to you or just in their buyer's journey stage, rather, sorry, is an awareness stage. Okay. And this awareness stage can be inter interchanged with the fact that they are problem aware. Okay. Problem aware awareness stage. And what this really is saying is this, this is where your ideal client has finally come to terms with, or they've had that awareness, they've had that light bulb moment. They're recognizing that, hey, I have this problem. I have this certain pain point that I'm dealing with. I have this struggle that I want to start overcoming. And so a couple of different pain points could be like, obviously, if they're wanting to lose weight or they're wanting to have a healthier lifestyle, if they're not feeling fully fulfilled in their career, and maybe they're asking themselves over and over again, oh, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? What's my passion? What are the things that I enjoy to do? Maybe there's somebody who has started their business and they're just not able to get clients like they thought they would, or their business isn't taking off like they thought it would. Or maybe there's somebody as well too. Um, this can not interchangeably, but maybe because they're not feeling fulfilled in their career, they're starting to think about, okay, how can I start a business? So this is really where I don't want to say the wheels start turning, but they're keep they're keeping they become they keep on becoming faced with wow words are hard to apparently the same thought the same problem, the same struggle over and over and over again. And it's getting to the point now where they can't ignore it because they're finally tuning in and listening and saying like, oh, okay, this is not something that I can allow myself to ignore anymore. I don't want myself to sit in this pain or this discomfort or this struggle. Again, that that noise is getting too loud for them to ignore, okay? So that that's where that's where their their problem was. They're like, okay, I got a problem. I know it. I don't want to keep dealing with this anymore so for this first stage of your buyer's journey and with the content what you really want to do and if we're thinking about the problem aware stage this is also lots of the times a cold lead that is coming to you this would be more of your content that you're going to create for a cold lead so this is where you really want to talk to them about exactly that what are what are their problems what are the pain points that they're dealing with. What are they struggling with? What are their fears? What keeps them up at night? What embarrasses them? What are the things that they're writing in their journal because they're too scared to say it to anybody else or Because they're just embarrassed that they're seeing themselves in the same part over and over and over again Or they're tired of having the same conversation with their friends and family because they sound like a broken record Okay, so what are those things that are coming up for them? What are maybe some of The actions that they are continually taking so maybe for for instance, uh, the lady who is Wanting to lose weight. There doesn't have to be a lady, but maybe she's somebody who is really strict and incredible during the week She eats on plan She works out five days a week But when it comes to the weekend her cheat meal Starts to turn into a cheat day and then she realizes that she has no self-control and she sees herself feeling like she's starting over again every single Monday Okay, or it's the person who feels like they are on the never ending cycle of the yo-yo diet, meaning that they lose 10 pounds to gain 10 pounds, to lose 10 pounds to gain 10 pounds, and they're just sick and tired of being in stuck in that struggle, stuck in that almost that guilt and that shame that they feel with it as well, too, because we all know we've probably all been there, where we've lost weight, we've been feeling really confident, comfortable in our skin, and then slowly slowly, we allow the weight to creep back on until we get back to the weight, our previous weight that we wanted to lose from. And so we look at ourselves and think like, holy hell, how did we allow ourselves to get back here? So she's recognizing that there's a pattern coming up for her, that she's having a really, really hard time breaking, and she wants... break it she doesn't want this to hold her back anymore she doesn't want this to limit her she doesn't want this to be something again just one of those patterns that she sees herself being in over and over and over again because it's just it's exhausting it's disheartening and it's some not something that she wants to keep doing but she's also amazing thing here when she is problem aware to move into the next stage she's Also knowing that she doesn't want to settle. like She doesn't want this to be her reality. She doesn't want to keep experiencing this same thing. So a really, really great, another piece of content for you here. So again, obviously we're talking to the problems, to the pain points, to her fears, to her struggles. What are the things that she is doing that she doesn't want anybody else to know? And then a great way to create trust is to meet them where they are. And to say, hey, trust me, I get it. I have been in your exact shoes. And the exact example that I used there like when I started my fitness journey years and years ago, that was me, 100%. I would be on on par. I would follow my plan to an absolute T, Monday to Friday. And then as soon as Friday hit, all hell broke loose. We would go out... Parting. obviously this was in my earlier 20s we'd go out partying we'd get wasted yes we would and we all know that when you get wasted what is the next best thing you always want junk food so we'd start to have junk food and then because i had let myself go there i kind of just wrote the entire weekend off And allowed it to just be a free-for-all the entire weekend and every single Monday morning I would step on the scale I would see that I gained whatever it was three five pounds and just feel like a fucking failure again lots of that was from feeling bloated drink drinking eating shitty food lots of water weight all that kind of shit so just just was not good not good at all but that was a pattern that I kept myself in consistently for probably two years before i myself sought out working with the health and fitness coach because i had just i had just got fed up with my shit and i realized that i couldn't get myself out of that pattern i was keeping myself in and so it was then that i moved myself into our next phase of our buyer's journey and that part is the solution aware stage or the consideration stage. So again, first stage is the, the, the fact that they're your ideal client is problem aware. Second stage is that they are solution aware. So they understand they have a problem. They see the patterns that they're going in. They understand that they get themselves to a certain point in their life or maybe they start researching different businesses that they're going to start and they have all these ideas, but they stop themselves from taking action and they're finally saying enough is enough. Okay so in the consideration or the solution aware stage this is where your ideal client is not necessarily ready to buy yet but they are definitely somebody who is looking so this is where they're really getting interested in finding a solution because like we've already really talked about in the problem aware stage they know that they have a problem. That's not even a question. They've likely tried to get themselves out a couple times and keep ending back in the same stage or back in the same stage. And this is where they said, enough's enough. I need to have, I need to get support with this. And so this is where they start researching. They start to see what is out there to help them and just really start almost in those researching phases as well too, to see what possible solutions are there what can they do lots of the times to what we all try to do because we're dedicated we're determined we're ambitious we feel like oh i got this i can do this on my own so she's probably looking at all the things that she can do by herself and maybe just maybe she is even going back to try solutions that she's tried before because she thought hey it worked for me before so i'm going to try it again um but just realize that it's not something that she can stick to so here's where when you come to write your content a really really great thing to think about is here is what are some of the things that what are some of the things that they are googling okay like I already alluded to what mistakes do they make so is she trying to do it all on her own is she trying to go back to the same program or the same course and just redo something that she's already done but she knows that as far it can only get her so far before she starts to maybe lose determination, lose consistency, lose motivation in showing up for herself, for her business, for her body, for this new the new habits and new lifestyles that she wants to create. Um, the other thing that you can highlight here as well too, because lots of times, like I said, we're looking to find a solution one that's cheap and two that's quick, right? The first knee-jerk reaction is always, how can I solve my problem? How can I get myself out of this pain, out of this uncomfortability the fastest? And lots of the times we look to quick fixes. What we know about quick fixes is that they're not sustainable and lots of the times they don't work. So being really real and calling them out there, not directly, but calling out the quick fixes that they maybe have tried, that didn't work for them and showing them, okay, like, hi, you've been down this road already. How many times are you going to put yourself through this same cycle before you understand that what worked for you before might not work for you now? And because you didn't get to the goal that you wanted to achieve, what's going to make a difference this time? Okay. Um, and then other things that you can do here really well with your content is this is kind of more of that, warm stage, okay, where you want to warm them up to you and what you can do here is give them a taste of what it's like to work with you. So you can give them tips, you can give them tricks, you can give them educational posts, you can give them, provide content that they can actually take action on to get them those small wins for themselves, okay. And, um, I know lots of the times we feel like, oh, well, if I give all my value away, well then she's not going to work with me or he's not going to work with me. They're not going to work with me. And the truth is if they can get wins from your free content, just imagine what it would be like when they actually get to work with you. Okay. And the majority of people, we all know that we can do things on our own and we've likely all, we've likely all in our life, gotten ourselves X amount of results by ourselves, but then to get to the next level or to stay consistent or hold that, yeah, hold that accountability, that consistency, that can be hard. And more than anything else, people pay for accountability. Implementation can be really, really fucking easy. Staying accountable and consistent, that's a whole different ballgame, game. Okay and then different parts of content diving into this a little bit more as well too is highlighting their desires what is it that they want they know they have a problem but i'm not somebody who only likes speaking to pain and just leaving it there but if you're going to talk about the pain show them what's possible for them after and this is a great way to use your story your method and maybe even highlight some of your past client transformations and how you've taken them through certain steps or what were some of those really, really pivotal moments or transform, transformative times on your journey when things clicked for yourself? What was that main thing that you realized that you changed, that you adapted, that skill, whatever it may be, that changed the course to bring you to where you are now, a.k.a. where they want to be? Okay, And so for me and my journey um, in the health and fitness space, one of the main reasons that I started working out was obviously one, uh, or with working with a coach, sorry, was obviously one because I was an asshole and I (laughs) allowed myself to deviate way too much on the weekends. So I wanted to have some skin in the game, feel accountable so that I could start to create more consistent habits money talks. It really, really does. And when you put money down, you are more accountable to show up for things. But where I was going with this, sorry, that was a bit of a tangent, was another reason that why I started my health and fitness journey was because I really didn't feel confident in my skin. I was in very emotionally abusive relationships in my early or my late teens to my early 20s and dealt with very, very severe body image issues, didn't feel confident in my skin, very self-conscious, insecure. And so I thought, well, okay, if I just have the body in my dreams, then I'll feel confident. That's when everything will change. And what really changed for me, and I've talked about this in episode one, so if you didn't listen to that, you can hear more about my journey there. Um, But it was actually through my whole fitness journey, going into the bodybuilding world and everything like that, that I did get that. I had my dream body. I checked all the boxes off for the things that I thought I needed to do to feel confident in myself, secure in my skin and my body and in my life. And that's really where I hit my rock bottom. And what I recognized is that I didn't know who I was. I was so disconnected from myself, from and even knowing who I was, like I just had went through my life checking off the boxes of all the things that I was told to do, and was really kind of living my life on autopilot. So that was my really aha and my pivotal moment, which I had first talked about, why I was happy why the importance of this whole story. But that was when my light bulb moment went off, and recognizing that I had no idea who I was. So it didn't matter how incredible I looked or felt on the outside if on the inside the same thoughts were still coming up that I didn't feel worthy, I lacked purpose, I didn't know what brought me happiness, what brought me joy, the things I wanted to do for myself and again, like just really not knowing who I was. So working externally on my body to try and fix how I felt about myself internally never, never would have worked. And that's where my light bulb moment happened and where everything shifted for me and also my business as well too. And that was really where my spiritual awakening happened. But that for me was my pivotal moment that I would have talked about here as well too with the solution aware, like calling out and saying, hey, I recognize that you're doing all these things, but did you ever consider this? here's why that might not be working for you because it didn't for me either and it's when I did this that everything changed and now that all of these things have changed here's the other things that I've been able to accomplish in my life and this is what's possible for you too so really really showing again and using your story I know lots of the times we often overlook the power of our story but when you think in terms of yourself and your business, and it doesn't matter what business you have, whether you have, um, if you're doing a coaching business, if you're doing more healing sessions, light worker, if you're doing readings, if you are a health and fitness coach, if you are a network marketer, people buy you first, period. People buy you first, your programs, your methods, your offerings second. So if they can't relate to you, if they don't feel that they can trust you, you're never going to have them as a buyer. So there is so much power in your story and sharing that. Okay. Sorry. That was very, very long winded, but to say it for, that's a really, really great piece to use for the consideration stage is to really showcase what those aha moments, those light, light bulb moments, what happened for yourself in your journey that actually changed everything to get you to where you are today and where they want to be. Because when they can see that you can do it, that helps give them that inspiration that they can do it too. Which leads us into our last stage of the buyer's journey. And this is the decision stage. This is where they see you as the solution. That's it. So this is your hot leads essentially. So they go from cold to warm to hot. And this is where they know that you are the coach for them. They need to work with you and they've just kind of anybody else that they have con- they have been considering doesn't even compare because they know that you're meant to work with them. And one of the one of my favorite ways to do this and I do this through my legacy statements. Okay, these are, they're in essence, well for me, for me, they are an upgraded version of content pillars. Not here for content pillars. I always felt confused as fuck about my content pillars, always worried about them. So I said fuck the content pillars and I make, made legacy statements. Hi, would we expect anything else from me? No, because Business, there are no rules in business, only the ones that you make for yourself. So I created my whole own thing. And so the legacy statements are really your magic, your superpowers, what sets you apart from anybody else and how and why you do it differently than anybody else. And these are the legacy statements that you want to be known for over and over and over again. And these are also the connection pieces that when you work this into your content, when you create your content from all of this for your ideal clients, that's where they're going to see like, wow, okay, I get it. That's exactly like me. I think that exact same way. I recognize what you're saying. I see why you do it this way. And it's also kind of, not kind of, it is, it's taking a stance against others in your industry and the way in which you do things and why you don't do it that way. Now, you never ever have to call other people out, but you also get to use them as your inspiration for when you're seeing things that you don't agree with. That That's where you naturally find your own legacy statement and how you start to understand that you do things differently, okay? Now, What's really important with this as well too when you're writing content for this is one making sure that you are talking to the your ideal client in their language because you have to also remember that you right now are an evolved, expanded, transcended is that the right word uh, version of your ideal client. So if you're talking to them right now, in your language that is going to go so far over their heads that you've lost them as a client. So what I mean by this is if you are somebody who has been on a deep healing journey and you're into chakras and Oracle decks and highest self and inner child healing and shadow work and your ideal client doesn't even yet know what a limiting belief is, but can start to recognize, Hey, when this person talks to me this way i start to feel i start to recognize a pattern in how i retaliate and how i act and i don't really like that or i'm recognizing that i always count myself out i can never believe in myself so all of those other things are tools in which you use them to help them overcome that but if you're talking to them about that right off the bat and they don't understand that or they can't identify with those statements you've lost them so being really really clear in your language is really really important here and again be bold be confident in your methods your program your deliverance why you are the coach for them other than anyone else and this is where you can really start to be polarizing with your content and like i said Things that you are seeing other coaches do in your industry that you don't agree with, this gets to be the stats that you get to take where you put your stake in the ground, your li- or you draw your line across the sand and you get to call it out. And this is a great, great attraction piece for people who think and feel the same way for you. And with polarizing, I know what you're probably thinking, yeah, but Jess, but I wanna work with everybody and I wanna help everybody. You are not meant to work with everybody. And I promise you, the longer that you try to be liked by everyone, the harder it will be for you to attract your soulmate clients. Because when you have the confidence, the fearlessness, the belief in the way you do things and in the stance that you take, that's what makes you magnetic, magnetic, sorry, to your ideal client. So fucking be bold here. That is what is going to attract your ideal clients to you. That's where you become the no-brainer, the expert, the guru, guru <laughs> the go-to coach for the problem that your client has. And that's where, again, like I said, they you become a no-brainer for them needing to work with you. And this is where when you write those, those really... Polarizing statements. Hey, have you ever thought about it this way? Unpopular opinion. The truth that nobody else will tell you. But I'm not like any other coach, so I'll tell you. That's where you start to change your ideal client's way of thinking. And that's where you stand out against every other coach that is saying the same shit over and over and over and over and over again. Because if you're annoyed with it, If you see posts that trigger you and make you roll your, roll your eyes into the back of your head, you best believe that your ideal client is sick of hearing it too. So don't be fucking vanilla. This is your time to be bold, to shine, to stand out. And it's that exact thing that will attract your clients to do like that. Okay, loves. So really quickly to recap here. The three different stages of the buyer's journey is number one, where they are problem aware. So they know they have a pain, a problem, a struggle. They've done some work, but regardless, they can't seem to help move themselves past whatever this uncomfortability is in their lives, which then takes them into step two of the buyer's journey, which is the consideration stage or where they're starting to become solution aware so they know they have the problem and they are starting to actively look for solutions to their problem but aren't necessarily ready to buy just yet which then takes us into the last stage the decision stage and having you as the solution so really really honing in on what makes you you your legacy statements, and what makes you stand out so that, again, you are the no-brainer solution for your ideal client. Okay. Just remember as well too, that with your content, it is important to continually and consistently be writing content for each stage of these buyers journeys. Okay. Because I don't even know what it's now. I think it's that our ideal client needs to see a piece of content seven to, I believe it went up to 21 times before they ever buy from buy from us. But just also keep in mind with that that your ideal client likely isn't seeing your posts or your stories every single day so you have to think about the 7 to 21 touch points realistically how long is that going to take them which is why it's so important to make sure that you are make, writing content to each single one of these stages for them if you're like jess wow okay this all sounds incredible but it also sounds equally scary i don't even know how i would write content for each of these stages for them no worries my love I have just the thing for you. I have spots open for a free 30-minute content strategy session where I can help you nail this down. So yes, they are free. I'm running those till the end of the month. Um, There are limited spots every single week. So if you want one of those, they're yours. Head to the link in my bio on IM jesskwasney on instagram and grab yours today but i can't wait to help support you in creating killer content and filling up your client roster if you love this post please 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 again share this tag me i always love to share you on my stories as well too and let me know what was the what you loved most about this what was what did you get out the most from this as well too clearly This is where we need to end the podcast when I don't even know how to end it properly. (laughs) So thanks again so much for joining me this week. And we'll see you next week where we are diving more into content and how to write it specifically in your ideal client's language. And I'm going to give you the three secrets to selling out your next launch. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Woke and Worthy podcast. I hope that this episode has helped you in gaining more clarity and confidence to start taking massive inspired action in your life and business if you love this episode it would mean so much to me if you would take a second to rate and review it each review helps us to help more entrepreneurs just like you create a life and business that they are obsessed with and don't forget to take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories, and tag me at imjessquasney. We'll see you back here next week.